Welcome to the Horsemanship Podcast by NL Equestrian. My goal for these podcasts is to inspire, educate and motivate you to be the best version of yourself for your horse while I go through this journey myself. I really hope you enjoy this one. If you do, please hit the follow or subscribe button, leave us a review, rate the podcast and there is also a link to support the podcast via a voluntary donation if you're able to do so. You absolutely don't have to but I'd be super grateful if you can. So I came up with the idea for this podcast while I was poo-picking, as I often come up with most of my creative ideas, either poo-picking or mucking out. Um, I think just because it's kind of a a task that doesn't require too much brain power, so uh, yeah, I start thinking up new ideas. And um, what kind of made me think of this is something that happened today to me, Um, and I... We'll talk a little bit more about that, but I was in a bit of a negative mindset because of it. And then while I was poo-picking, I was thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. And then I was like, oh, I should do a podcast about this. And then the more I thought about what I'd say in the podcast, the more positive I became about the situation. So I will explain more about that um, in a moment. So that makes sense. But um, when I started putting myself out there more on social media, so not just doing you know, not just using social media for advertising my business, but also using it as part of my business. So um, putting out obviously educational videos, having my membership club, all that kind of thing, but also doing the podcast and doing vlogs and um, my Instagram stories and all that kind of stuff as well that, that kind of comes like, it's like the unpaid side of my business, but it's what gets people, you know, to know who I am and um, also helps me to connect with my followers I think you know that they get to see an insight into my life and all that kind of thing when I started doing that especially the vlogs I was really clear about wanting to be honest and actually part of the tagline for my vlogs is an honest look into the life of a trainer Um, the reason I wanted to do that and I have talked about this a little bit in vlogs before was because very often on social media professionals in whatever industry they're in will only show kind of a highlight reel and that's not you know people do it on a personal level as well so you know let's say if it's on a professional level as a horse trainer we'll take it as an example because that's what I am um if the trainer was just showing you the successes that they had you know when they um had a fantastic ride or when they had a great success story of a horse that was with them for training or whatever and they just shared that all the time and then on a personal level maybe it's sharing um the highlight reel of a relationship so you know beautiful photos of them on a beach together and having dinner and talking about how amazing their relationship is and all the wonderful gifts they give each other and all that kind of thing what that can do although it's lovely to see people having a nice time and having a nice life and being successful what that can do for everybody watching is make them feel like they um you know everyone else is having such a great time and they're not because in our lives we might not have the perfect relationship in fact I can guarantee we don't like there's no such thing as the perfect relationship and people tell us that and we kind of know that but when we see this highlight reel of what other people are doing we it just it feeds our mind with the wrong thing basically it tells us that other people do have that and we don't and we think why don't we have that why can't we be you know as lucky as they are and as successful as they are and as happy as they are and it might be that in those moments 
that they're showing they are happy and lucky and successful, but there will be moments when they're not. And I and there's nothing wrong with sharing the highlight reel. You know, if that's if that's what people want to do, that's fine. That's you know, I'm not saying that everybody should show all the you know everything warts and all and be super super honest on everything because I think some things do need to be kept personal. You know, especially like we're talking about relationships, you don't want to be airing your dirty laundry sort of thing. Um, but I was really clear with myself that I didn't want to only show the highlight reel. I'm very comfortable sharing, you know, the difficult parts as well and when things don't go so well. And I wasn't um, at the beginning, but, you know, it's become easier and easier for me. And actually now I feel like it's just as important as showing the successes. Because, yes, when I share the successes, people like that, they they get inspired by it and that's fantastic. Um, But when I share when things don't quite go to plan it helps people to realise that actually everybody's in the same boat and when I'm sharing things that are going well and my horse is doing amazing things, that's not the be all, you know, that's not it. And I see with, um, I think within the horse world, whether you do natural horsemanship, whether you do traditional horsemanship or a mix of the two or whatever, you know, if you compete or within natural horsemanship, if you're doing liberty and tackless riding and all that kind of thing, it's very easy to look on and go, oh, I bet their horses never play them up, you know, but they never have challenges with their horses. And I certainly used to think that um, before I was a professional and before I um, went to work with professionals and I was just seeing them on videos and stuff like that, I was thinking, gosh, I bet these horses, you know, they're just so amazing. They've got such an incredible relationship with their human that they would never do anything out of line. And the realistic point is that they're not perfect well they are horses are perfect as they are but they're not robots you know they're always going to have a mind at the end of the day we're working with live animals with a brain with feelings emotions and opinions and sometimes those feelings and emotions and opinions might be different to ours and the only way to stop that from happening is to basically turn your horse into a robot and shut them down to the point that they don't want to express their opinions anymore and that's not something I want to achieve and I'm sure not what you want either Um, but when we see these fantastic videos and pictures and highlight reels of people doing amazing things with their horses we can start to feel like that is possible and that we're doing something wrong and you know we're unsuccessful and we don't know enough we're not good enough and that's why our horses are maybe throwing us up some challenges um And I've, you know, the thing is, no matter how much you know that, you will still look at these Instagram accounts and YouTube accounts and Facebook accounts and see these people's highlight reels and you will still sit there and think, oh, I wish my life was like theirs, because I still do it. But then I, you know, I make it, I check myself on it and say, no, hang on, no, I don't, because that's not their life. What they're showing me is what they want me to see that's not their entire life so I think it's really important to try and remember that and and really pick yourself up on it when it happens and it's fine to look on at at people and be inspired and think oh I want to I want to achieve that that's totally different to that's that's a positive spin on it you know the negative is what we all do which is oh I wish I had that you know oh so jealous of them you know they have such an amazing life and poor old me you know that kind of attitude that's what we all you know it, it it's what we do it's why it works it's why social media works so well it's why influencers are so popular now um because it makes us want that life and you know makes us 
want to see more of it and yeah it's it's a very toxic environment for a lot of people and I think you have to be careful what you expose yourself to so that's why I kind of decided on my social medias to try and be as honest as I possibly could you know there's still things that I keep to myself of course there is because I think like I say there's stuff that you do need to keep as a personal thing and not share with the world but I don't lie about it you know I don't lie and say it's not happening I just don't mention it but as much as I can especially within horse training I try and be as honest as I possibly can with you so that you realize that actually everybody goes through these things and even when things look like they're going really well there's probably a story behind it you know it it might be going really well and that's great but you know it might be that I've had to spend weeks of doing something in order to get there so what brought this up for me today is um no matter where you are in the world you will know if you're listening to this in real time um so the date today is saturday the 9th of may 2020 so if you're listening in real time you will know that the whole world is in a global pandemic at the moment with the covid19 coronavirus um and the uk where i live is in lockdown currently so we are only allowed to leave the house for essential trips um and luckily horses count as an essential trip because obviously they need caring for and exercising them does count as care which means i am able to go and spend time with the horses which is great i'm very very lucky and very privileged to be able to do that um so because of this i've not been working um so i've had a lot more time to spend with the horses and my horse ginger um i've spent more time with him in the last six weeks of lockdown than i have uh, pretty much i'd say probably the last four years or so um which has been lovely it's been really really nice to spend extra time with him and, and get some more stuff going and we've been doing lots of liberty which has been amazing and just really enjoying each other's time together and and just building on our relationship and it's been wonderful and i've shared quite a lot of that on my social media and i know it's inspired some of my viewers and that's really really great um however i realized today that i had become um a little bit uh what's the word i'd i kind of fallen into that trap of feeling like everything was just wonderful and perfect and because it has been it's been fantastic I've not had a single challenge from him in well not you know big challenges in in weeks and it's been lovely Um, but I guess I fell into that kind of false sense of security of feeling like this is all wonderful and magical and great and then today he threw me up well actually the last few days he's thrown me a couple of challenges Um, and how it's come about is that our horses are we have winter grazing and summer grazing and they're at the moment transitioning over from the winter grazing to the summer grazing we're doing it slowly because there's so much grass in the summer field we don't want to overload the systems so they're just going in for a few hours a day and then going back onto their winter grazing now ginger has got very very attached to this new (laughs) field because obviously there's lots of lovely tasty grass out there and it's very exciting to go there and he has um become a little bit frantic about getting to the field so when I go and catch him from the other field he's then so excited you can almost feel like electricity running through his veins you know his blood's pumping his muscles all his veins and his muscles will stick out and he gets so excited about going to this new field and he's he's showing behaviors which he hasn't shown in a very long time you know being very very energetic and hyper and everything's up in the air and pulling on the lead rope and all that kind of stuff and the last few days I guess I've kind of 
thought, oh, he'll he'll just get out of it. You know, he's just so excited at the moment. And then today he was particularly bad. He was just had no interest in me whatsoever. He just wanted to get to the field. Nothing I did would um, calm him down. So I had to get quite firm with him to have him understand that that's not acceptable behaviour. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't behave like that, Mr Ginger. And um, yeah, I had to get firmer with him than I've had to get in a very long time. And, you know, really just to be noticed and get my message through because I could see that this behaviour wasn't going to just go away and it was actually getting worse and it could become dangerous. And if somebody else has to handle him, then I don't want them to have to be put through that. So I had to deal with it. So we dealt with it and, and it was okay. And then I um, I was actually wasn't even taking him to the field. I was taking him past the summer field up to the yard to take him in the arena to play with him. Um, so he was quite put out that even after that whole conversation, he still didn't get to go in the field. So we went up to the arena and I was feeling quite, um, my energy was really in quite a negative place at that point because I felt like a bit of a failure that actually I hadn't dealt with this in the days previous, you know, that I'd fallen into that trap of going, oh, he'll he'll be fine, he'll be fine in a few days. Um, and I should have dealt with it. I should have dealt with it the second it came up a couple of days ago. And I'd allowed it to escalate to this point. So I felt quite bad, you know, I felt guilty about it. I felt then, oh, I've only had to get that firm with him because of my own wrongdoings because I didn't address it sooner I should have done less sooner rather than more later all that was going on in my brain and really it's it's kind of it, it's not pointless because there is something to learn from it but there's you know wasting that amount of negative energy on it is fairly pointless because it's kind of already happened by then <laughs> like I can't I can't fix it now or it's already happened um so all of that was going on. I took him into the arena. Ginger was still thinking about the field. He didn't really want to be up there with me. He could feel that negative energy in me as well. Um, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't a lot of fun for either of us. And um, I asked him to do a couple of things, and he just he just couldn't focus in on me. I couldn't focus on him. I could feel that I was on the edge of becoming frustrated with him, which I really didn't want to do. Um, I also had the added pressure that I wanted to film something for our quarantine club. Um, but I kind of quickly realised that that wasn't going to happen because we just weren't in the right, neither of us were in the right mind frame to do it. So I kind of had all this pressure going on in my head and then I was transferring that onto Ginger, which obviously didn't help him at all so luckily I noticed this recognized it and then acted on it by going okay well how about we just leave it today because it's not going to happen there's no use in keep forcing it and trying to make something of you know because it's just it's not going to happen neither of us are in the right headspace and that's taken me a long time to be able to do that I remember for years and years I couldn't let it go you know if I was having a bad session I'd just keep plugging away, keep plugging away, keep putting more pressure on, keep trying to get something because I'd be like, oh, you know, even though I knew that the whole, that whole thing about don't let the horse win, you know, he'll, you got to tell him, you got to show him he's boss, you got to, even though I knew that is a load of rubbish, I think it was so ingrained into me from years and years and years of being told that, I still had this little niggling feeling in my head of, oh, but if I end the session now, he's, he's won you know, he's, what has he learned? He's learned nothing good. He's learned all the wrong things and all that kind of stuff. But what I realise now is actually we're not going to get anything positive from that. There's no point in keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Nothing positive is going to come from it. So it's much better to call it a day, 
hang your rope up for the day and try again tomorrow. So I'm, I was really pleased with myself that I did that today because it's been a long time actually since I've had a situation like that come up where I've had that opportunity. Um, so the fact that my first thought was, yeah, no, we're just going to leave it today. I was really proud of that because I've not had that opportunity to, to have to do that in a long time. Um, so as I then took him back down, I then wanted to put him in the summer field. And as I was leading him, he started getting all antsy again. So I was like, okay, well, we'll deal with this. But you know, I've I've abandoned my goal of getting something filmed today. So my goal now is just to get him into the field calmly. So we worked outside the field for maybe 10, 15 minutes and got him really calm and used a bit of positive reinforcement and got him listening to me and, and feeling that actually sticking with me was, was a better answer than trying to run towards the field. And I turned him out and he had a lovely time in the field. And then what was really nice was actually when I went to catch him, he walked over to me, which usually I have to go to him when he's in the summer field because he's got so much lovely grass. He, you know, doesn't really want to leave that to come and because he knows he's going to go back in the winter field. But he actually came over to me, which was really nice. And that was a bit of a well, I realised after that that was a real positive. At the time, I didn't really think anything of it because I was still in quite a negative frame of mind. I was still thinking oh, I'm so frustrated that I've allowed this to become a problem and now it's an issue and I'm so frustrated that it was a beautiful day today and I wanted to get something filmed and because of my own wrongdoings, I now made it so that I can't do it and I'm frustrated that I'm frustrated. <laughs> and it's like this whole big ball of negative energy that was going on and it's incredible how much you just self-sabotage in that moment and you just can't kind of pull yourself out of it and I try really hard not to get in that state um, and usually I don't have a reason to, but I think because it doesn't happen that often, then when it does, it's really hard to kind of pull yourself out of it because you're not used to being there, which is good that I'm not used to being there anymore because I used to be there a lot. Um, but now, you know, it's I have to really, really, really be strict on myself to pull myself out of it. So um, popped him back in the winter field. Oh no, he was still in the summer field, sorry, while I was pooper king. So this is when I was doing all my thinking and Oh, I should probably make this into a podcast episode because I, you know, I want to be honest about it that this stuff happens, and I'll talk about, you know, the social media stuff, and I can talk about all that and turn it into a podcast. And I thought, actually, I'm going to talk about what happened today because that's important because this happens to everybody, whether it's leading your horse to the summer field, or whether it's bringing your horse in, or whether it's loading your horse, or whether it's feeding your horse, or playing with your horse, or riding your horse, mounting your horse hacking your horse, anything. People have issues everywhere. And sometimes they come up when you least expect them. Sometimes everything else can be going great and then there'll be one thing. And it's like, you know, like with this, where me and Ginger have been getting on so well over the last six weeks or however long it's been. And all of a sudden, this thing's come up out of nowhere, surprised me and gone, oh my God, we have an issue. It happens to everybody. And it's so easy to feel deflated by it, frustrated by it. And drag yourself into that deep hole of self-sabotage which isn't healthy for anyone to be in and I just thought it was really important for me to share that with you and also share how I then managed to come out of it so by having this thought of doing the podcast and talking you know, I say talking about it because I was talking to myself at the time I understand it is the first sign of madness but it's just what I do if I'm planning a podcast or planning a video or something I tend to kind of talk it out first just to get an idea of what I want to say um so I was doing that and as I was talking myself through it my negative feelings started to come down and become a bit more neutral and then it started to head towards a more positive feeling of actually okay well I've got an opportunity here to learn something 
got an opportunity to teach my horse something. I've got an opportunity for my self-development and to deal with these frustrating situations and come out and maybe in the future not get frustrated by them. I think it's really important to remember, as I said earlier, horses are living animals. Any other sport that people do, whether it's football or golf or racing or like car racing or uh, rugby, uh, hockey, anything, they're playing with inanimate objects. We're playing with a living, breathing animal with thoughts, feelings and emotions and opinions. And Ginger's opinion is that the summer field is exactly where he should be because there's loads of yummy grass in there, all his friends, everything's great, happy place. That's his opinion, that is where we should go. My opinion is that I can't leave him on there all day because he will probably colic or get end up with laminitis because of how much grass there is. He doesn't know that, he has no idea. My other opinion is that I need to get something filmed for the quarantine club because people have paid good money to come and watch these workshops. He doesn't know that. <laughs> he doesn't care about that. So I can't be frustrated and angry at him for having his opinion. Because with the information that he's got, of course that's the conclusion that he's going to come to, that that's the right option. So it's all these things that you don't think about at the time. But then when I was reflecting on it later and thinking about what to tell you, I started to think. And again, this started to put me in a more positive light of like, okay, actually, no, I understand why he's behaving like that it's not anything I've done wrong and it's not anything he's done wrong. It doesn't mean that I've missed anything out in the last few weeks. It, okay, yes, I do agree that I should have addressed it a few days ago when it first came up, but that's done now. It doesn't matter. That's in the past. I'm addressing it now. But it's not because he doesn't understand how to be led. It's not because he doesn't understand pressure. It's not because of any of these things. I know I've put the work into those and actually the stuff that I'm able to do with him tells me that I've put the work into those and it's not that he doesn't understand that. It's that his opinion and his um, priority at the moment is being out in the summer field and I can't blame him for that. I can't blame him for that. You know, we only have to look at our own situation at the moment. We're all behaving in really different ways because what we want is something we can't have access to. Everyone's telling us that we can't go out and see our friends. We can't go out and socialise. We can't go out for dinner and to the pub and to the beach and on holiday and all these lovely things. And even though we know what the right answer is, you can guarantee the second that they say, yeah, you can go and do it, we're going to go flipping running. We're going to have no proper self-control over ourselves. <laughs> can you imagine what the pubs are going to be like when people are allowed back in drinking? It's going to be absolute carnage. <laughs> so you can't blame the horse for wanting that. And all these things, and even as I'm talking about it with you now, I'm, I'm thinking more about it and learning more and accepting more. And it, But it doesn't mean that I should now just say, oh, do you know what? Yeah, fair enough. Do you know what, Ginger? Yeah. So when he's, you know, jumping around and getting all excitedly into the field, I'm not just going to accept that because even though it's his opinion that that's okay to do, it's not safe. So I'm going to deal with it and I'm going to make sure that he understands that that's not the right answer. Yes, he's going to go in the field. It doesn't mean by, you know, by jumping around, he's not going to get there any quicker. He's still going to go in the field, but, you know, he's got to do it in the way that he understands um, that he's got to behave and, and walk calmly and not be pulling me around and not be jumping in the air and all that kind of stuff. It's really important that I understand him, but then shape his opinion to match mine. So, you know, I can help him to understand that actually by walking calmly, he will get to the field just as quickly. He might even get some extra bonuses. So today when I said about using positive reinforcement, if he walked a couple of strides calmly and at my side with the rope um, 
nice and loose, then I've clicker trained him, so I would click and give him a treat. Now he must have got probably seven or eight treats between the yard and the field. So he got more that way. He got more bonuses and more reinforcement for doing it that way than he did the other. And I'm not going to ignore him when he's doing the wrong thing and jumping around, but I'm going to make less of a deal about that than I am the positive. So then he will understand that actually, do you know what? It's a much better idea for me to just walk calmly. Horses will always take the easy route. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, guys, is that number one, everybody has bad days. No matter who you're looking at, no matter whether you're looking at a horse trainer, whether you're looking at a dressage rider, whether you're looking at a celebrity, whether you're looking at an Instagram influencer, a YouTuber, anybody, every single one of those people has bad days. And I was told early on in my natural horsemanship journey that if I started doing natural horsemanship I would never have a bad horse day again well they lied (laughs) because we do (laughs) and I think it's an unrealistic expectation to expect every single day to be perfect now it doesn't have to be a terrible day you know you can have a, a, a negative feeling a negative experience and then like I've done today learn something from it feel good I'm actually now kind of looking forward to dealing with this issue going out there tomorrow seeing if what I've done today has helped at all and then working on it some more because now I've got something to work on I've got something interesting to do but you do have those days and don't ever feel if you have a day like that that you're doing something wrong or I mean if you're having loads of them if you're having them every day and it's the same problem keeps happening then okay maybe something needs to change but if everything's kind of okay and then now and again you have a day where it all goes a bit rubbish that's fine that is totally normal totally normal this was a huge 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 revelation for me when I started working with horse trainers when I was learning to do it myself when I went from um being a student being at home and you know just playing with my horse and and watching dvds and all that to then going and actually working with instructors and working with trainers and seeing the day-to-day life I was like well okay so they have issues too you know these things that I've been so kind of obsessive about with my horse that oh well yeah he can do this stuff but mm, he still kicks the door sometimes when he wants his dinner and he still paws at the ground sometimes if he doesn't want to stand still and sometimes it takes me an extra 10 minutes to load him than other times and you know been so desperate to try and fix all these little things and then I was like oh but these guys have the same have the same thing and you know, I um, worked with quite a few different trainers and heard about other trainers and, you know, just had those experiences. And I remember one person that I spoke to who was quite a big um, inspiration for me when I started natural horsemanship. Um, And the relationship between her and her horse was just incredible. The stuff they could do together was just amazing. And you just thought, you know what, I bet this horse would just do anything for her. Well, I was chatting to her one day and talking about this horse and she said, oh, she said, yeah, but I can't go in the stable with him while he's eating his feed. And I was like, what? And she said, yeah, he's he's really food aggressive. Like, I can't get in there with him. I've tried to fix it, but, you know, I've just accepted that that's, it's so ingrained in him. We're not, we're not going to be able to deal with it. It's too dangerous to try and fix it. So I don't do it. Now, okay, there'll be people that disagree with that and would try and do more and whatever. But for me, that was a huge, like, oh my god this person that I look up to that I think has the most perfect relationship with her horse can't go near him when he's eating his dinner I know other 
people who, you know, they'd have to put the saddle on their horse an hour before they could get on. And then they're going off and doing dressage competitions and amazing things. And it's like, you never see that bit though, do you? But it happens. Believe me, it happens. (laughs) And it was a huge revelation for me. And I've always remembered that even if in the moment when something's going wrong, like today, you know, you kind of all, you know, it's like that all encompassing feeling of negativity takes over. And that's what I'm trying to deal with for myself. That's kind of my self-development journey at the moment. Um, But as long as afterwards you can look at it and go, yeah, but you know what? It's totally normal. It doesn't mean I have to accept it. You know, I am going to deal with it. I'm going to work on it, but I don't have to feel bad about it. It is totally normal. Everyone has these issues in one way or another. I really hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast. Um, I hope that you'll feel some positivity from it and maybe a, a... a feeling of relief <laughs> that it's not just you um but also just take from it that you know you just don't have to feel negative that if something goes wrong you can you can actually find a, a positive in it and learn something and and use it as part of your self-development if you've enjoyed it please do take a screenshot of the podcast and share it on your social media on your facebook on your instagram story um everything like that leave me a review if you can on whatever platform you're listening to it on that would be amazing because that really helps to get the podcast out to more people other than that enjoy the rest of your day guys and i will speak to you very soon